Social Impact CX, the podcast that helps you drive mission and make a difference with customer experience. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for the Social Impact CX podcast. I'm John Corrigan, and I'll be your guide to how you can drive mission and achieve social impact with customer experience work. This is episode 18 of Social Impact CX, and again, thanks for listening. Today, I'm grateful for a big event that is taking place on November 13th here in 2018, and that would be World Kindness Day, which takes place every year in November. Put on by the World Kindness Movement, World Kindness Day is observed on the 13th of November this year. It was introduced in 1998 by the World Kindness Movement, a coalition of kindness NGOs or non-government organizations, and World Kindness Day is observed in, in many countries around the world. The World Kindness Movement aims to inspire individuals, community organizations, and businesses to focus on kindness, and also works to connect nations and cities to create a kinder world, which we could all certainly use. So many thanks to everyone involved in the World Kindness Movement and World Kindness Day, whether you observe November 13th here in 2018 or not, and I certainly encourage you to do so. Creating more kindness is always a good thing. And one last point here. If you're working in a nonprofit or social impact environment and exploring how customer experience practices can help you to help more people, kindness is certainly a relevant and important subject to consider. And speaking of exploring ideas around customer experience and helping or more effectively reaching more people, in episode 18 of Social Impact CX, I'll be sharing with you part one of my conversation with Marguerite Mira Tortorello. Marguerite is presently active in the insurance sector where she has served as an executive and advisor, and she's done other interesting things in the past, such as working at the White House. Um, and in our conversation, Marguerite tells us more about uh, what she's working on these days and, and introduces herself. Uh, so I'll let her explain that as our discussion gets underway. Uh, and, and so while you may not immediately think that what's going on in the insurance business in regards to customer experience work has much to do with you, especially when you are focused on nonprofit or social impact work, actually there is a lot to think about and consider and learn from when you take a closer look. As I've said before here at Social Impact CX, if you're working in a more resource-constrained or budget-constrained environment, which is many times the case in nonprofit or social impact sectors, the good news is that you really don't have to recreate the wheel. There are many great programs and CX concepts that have been developed in more profit-driven sectors such as insurance or financial services, and we can all take notice of some of those examples and then adapt for our own environments. And Marguerite and I talk about some of those scenarios and practices in our conversation. So without further ado, let's get into the first part of that discussion with Marguerite Mira Tortorello. Marguerite, why don't you give a little bit of your background and what it is that you do and what you've done in the insurance business? Great. Thanks, John. First, really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you and all of your listeners and really appreciate the work that you're doing to really help bring this customer experience to so many different levels and so many different organizations. So I've had a great career. I've been really fortunate, as you mentioned, to work in the White House under President Bush. And when I left the White House, I then went to work in the insurance industry for Allstate and then went to work for PCI, which is the Property Casualty Insurers Association of America. And now I have my own consulting company and I'm the managing director of the insurance careers movement, 
which is an initiative to help inspire young people to choose insurance as a career and to encourage others, whether they're on a second career or have been in the military, to look at insurance, all the rewarding opportunities that are available. And I'm particularly excited to talk to you. As you know, insurance is so purpose-driven and whether it's a natural catastrophe like a hurricane or a wildfire, or whether it's insurance companies giving back, there's so many ways to collaborate with nonprofits and so many ways to really help work together to make our communities vibrant. I think that's really interesting, and uh, your your work in government is interesting, and then also I think the insurance sector is interesting because uh, of course there's there's huge global uh, for-profit insurance companies, but there are also nonprofit companies in the insurance sector as well too. And so, as I was preparing for our conversation today, I was thinking about our our listeners here at Social Impact CX, and and thinking that it's probably very logical for them to be maybe asking the questions. You know, why are we talking insurance? What does insurance or financial services have to do with uh, the audience for Social Impact CX? There are some interesting overlaps, and, and, and just like we talk about here at Social Impact CX on a regular basis, a lot of work and customer experience, as you try to figure out how to apply uh, customer experience concepts to a nonprofit or social impact or smaller business space, what's interesting is that a lot of the, the work has been done and reinterpreted by big for-profit companies and reinterpreting those ideas for what fits in your world, I think is really what we talk a lot about here. So, Well, John, um, I, I think that's a great point. And, you know, there's some interesting things happening yeah. in the insurance industry. So, for example, Zurich is a great insurance company. And when they have look at how they volunteer and give back, they have traditional initiatives like working for whether it's a Habitat for Humanity or food banks or literacy programs or whatever it might be. They also look at how can they help lend their expertise or business knowledge. So Zurich will go and partner with a local community organization and one of their um, employees will go and work with that nonprofit, whether it's on developing a business strategy or a marketing campaign or accounting operation. So it's really neat to see how some insurance companies are going in and providing that leadership of knowledge and transferring it to the nonprofit so they can accelerate their good work. I think that is very interesting to that even big companies like yeah. Zoom, um look at look at for opportunities to collaborate in their communities and across the industry and customer sectors. Wow. Yeah. You know, I, as you talk about that, there is a big overlap with I think how you I take customer experience concepts and then um, overlap with work being done by large companies and corporate social responsibility also, which is that's kind of a, a different but but neighboring conversation, but. I would take a guess where you find a company like Zurich doing that. I, I would think that that might fit within the bigger view or umbrella of how they view their social responsibility is in the market. Right, exactly. It's that how, how do you help teach skills, help give people the information they need to move quicker, to help more, to have a bigger impact. And so it's exciting to see how they're transferring not only time, but really that knowledge to help nonprofits thrive. Okay. Well, that's, that's very interesting. So I know you've worked now in the insurance sector for a number of years. So what do you see happening in insurance with regards to customer experience? Is that a term that you run across and, and is it a subject that's being discussed regularly? So I just, a few weeks ago, had the opportunity to be at InsureTech Connect in Las Vegas. And in just a few years, InsureTech Connect has grown from a couple hundred people to almost 6,000 passionate insurance executives and insure tech companies, finance companies, all gathered in Vegas to talk about 
the industry and moving forward and innovation and customer service was a dominant theme throughout those conversations. And people were really talking about what is that customer experience and how do you remove friction? How do you move faster? How do we make sure we're listening to our customers and how are we responding to them? Um, there's an interesting social media uh, issue happening right now that you may have seen. State Farm recently uh, launched an ad, and in the ad, it was it's actually really funny. I encourage your listeners to watch it, but they did an ad where they were featuring basketball stars James Harden and Chris Paul from the Houston Rockets, and then one of my favorite actors from The Office, Oscar Nunez. He was supposed to be the State Farm agent, and they were talking about um, robots, the artificial intelligence, working on your claims, and so they had a robot that looked like Oscar, and it's very funny, and the robot cries. Okay. It's a great ad, very funny. Yeah. So um, hopefully you've had a chance to see it. And yeah. then... And you know, for our listeners, um, if you've not had a chance to see it, I will post a link to that uh, following this conversation, because I think I, I can take a guess where, where Marguerite is going with this, and uh, I'll let her continue, but I'll post a link to... Um, that ad online so that you guys can see this as well too. So what's interesting then, Lemonade, which is a great insure tech company, yeah. they came back and saw the ad and they immediately posted on Twitter, wait, State Farm, did you just fork out millions of your customers' premiums on an attack ad against Lemonade and bots, as in the country's biggest insurance company is feeling the heat and getting A-listers to bash technology? Hashtag asking for a friend. And I think this is a great example of what's happening in the industry and what's happening with customer experience. People are all looking at where their customers going. Are they sticking, retaining with their company, or are they moving to different platforms or different experiences? Lemonade even took a step further and actually purchased advertising to promote the State Farm ad because they thought that it told the story in their favor. And so in my eyes, there's two different conversations happening. So one that's exploded all over social media. You have people jumping in, talking on the side of Lemonade. You have people on the side of State Farm. And very funny tweets were going on. And so you had all that noise happening in social media. But interestingly, there's another insurance organization called Clear Assurance. And what they do is they rate customer service um, satisfaction ratings for insurance companies and renters and homeowners. And they went and did a deep dive on the State Farm and the Lemonade stack up and found some great data. When you look at their report that they put out, or the article, I should say, it really came out that both sectors, the people who use those products, whether it's State Farm or Lemonade, they both had high approval ratings. And what their conclusion was, well, while this social media conversation was interesting and there was a lot of hype and funny in many ways, that the consumer ranking data has actually showed that both methods are pleasing the company's respective policyholders. So I think that was an important lesson. While there's a social media storm, you really should try and look to the data of what is happening with your customers and their experience. I, I think there's a couple really interesting things there. The first is, is that you know, no one should get lost in this conversation that we're talking about funny ads that are going viral and we're talking about them. But the, the subject of, of what's being talked about here is actually gets down to the experience, you know, whether right. a bot or whether a real person is right. what people want the most. And then the other part of the conversation beyond um, poking right at this subject of experience and automating an experience or providing an in-person experience or whatever that is, is that you have different audiences that prefer different channels and different mediums and different experiences. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you're the, the biggest, such as State Farm, or if you're an innovative startup, such as Lemonade, or 
uh, or if you're a nonprofit or if you are a smaller business competing with bigger businesses, you know, I think that's the takeaway is that people, it is important to understand what people's reactions are to the experiences. And you want to talk with people about those experiences. And then also, uh, you know, very few organizations, whether you're for-profit or non-profit, only have one audience. And so when right. you start reaching multiple audiences, you know, there's different ways to reach different audiences and being really aware of the differences in those different channels, I think is, is really important. Right, exactly. And then being able to really dissect is how do you need to reach people and when? And so if it's, you know, getting information about a product, that's one thing. If it's during, for example, an insurance, that claims process where there's high stress, when it could be something happening, you know, late at night or, you know, in different elements, that's really important too, is to be able to look at when do people want to hear from you? How do they want to hear from you and how quick? So that's something that's also changing in this insure tech conversation is just the expectation of how fast people want information, how fast they want to engage. And, and, you know, that brings back another very core concept in the world of customer experience work. In CX work, that's understanding the when and how and listening to the customer is there's a lot of time and effort and resources put into voice of customer programs. And I'm sure that insurance industry is, is, is well underway with VOC or voice of customer programs. In a recent uh, episode of Social Impact CX, I talked about how in the world of nonprofits and social impact, instead of voice of customer, you can kind of translate those ideas into voice of the served. And so um, listening and, and just as insurance companies are listening to people in terms of when and how and where they want to hear from their insurance providers, same concept of, uh, it does, uh, for whatever services you're providing to the people that you're trying to help, the more you understand about the when and how and where, the people you're trying to help, where they'd like to hear from you, um, the, the, more, the, the greater the chance it is that you have uh, an opportunity to really be helpful to them. Right. And John, you know, I think there's another great piece of that as well as you're talking about the voices of the people that you're serving. And then also when I think about nonprofits, I think about who are the people then that are also helping support those organizations serve those people. So do they need volunteers? Do they need fundraising? Do right. they need event production or such? And so how do you tap into what are the needs of that audience as well? There's such power in being able to help people structure an initiative that this is how we could set it up to best meet your time commitment, your resources commitment, things like that. There's just great data that could be out there to help an organization succeed. Yeah. And you know, you touched on one thing a moment ago too that I wanted to go back to, which was the idea of removing friction. And the idea of removing friction so that it makes things easier, you can remove friction by providing a new or different way for people to, to do things. And so whether that's a bot delivering a service or Right. Or whether um, you know someone prefers um, just the ability to pick up the phone and make sure that somebody's going to answer the call or return the call very quickly. When you think about the services that a lot of social impact oriented organizations work on delivering, the idea of understanding the bigger picture than just the service itself and what context is the service being delivered and how do you remove friction by better understanding the best way to reach the people you're trying to reach. I think that's a really important concept as well, too. John, I think you could have been at Insure Tech Connect in Vegas. Perhaps you were. <laughs> oh, yeah, next, next year, maybe. Next year. So that's also um, one of the themes that I heard in many sessions when people were talking about removing friction. They were also talking about is how do you 
bring together different providers to help an organization. And so it sounds like maybe some of the other conversations or earlier conversations in Ensure Tech Connect was, um, you know, someone wants to be all things to all people, or how does a company work with maybe one provider of information or data or technology? But what I saw, which was to me was really exciting across the board, was this conversation of collaboration, a partnership with multiple people. And then through that, those services are going to create a fuller, broader picture, and it's going to allow a company, and in this sense, a nonprofit, be able to move more um, quickly. So how do you make someone more agile? And it's finding people that are providing those best services and pieces and then building that ecosystem. So that was exciting, and it sounds exactly like what you talk about with JourneyMap. And so how do you provide a service at a really reasonable cost, and how do you give them that great information so it's actionable and they can do it right away. I think that's really exciting. Right. Well, and, and thank you, Meg, for bringing up JourneyMap for our listeners. I have a startup called JourneyMap. By just doing one round of surveys with customers, you can see and understand the journey that whoever you're trying to serve, the journey that they're on, and you can better understand where things are going well or not going well and where you have opportunities to, to try and engage with them. And, and it's, it's built as an affordable online cloud-based experience. And so I could talk a little bit more about that towards the end as well, too. And, you know, that idea of removing friction, not everybody is in that conversation, but it is, if, if you're not familiar with this idea of removing friction, it, it, I really encourage you to, to investigate further. I had a chance to see Gary Vaynerchuk or, or Gary V, as some of you may know him, speak at an event that VaynerMedia put on earlier this year called VoiceCon. And, and he talked about that, you know, Google removed the friction of search. And so instead of having to go to your library and to your files and to the dictionary and to whatever other resources you might have to find out where or what or, or whatever it is about something, you just go online. And, and at VoiceCon, he was talking about the fact that the voice is going to remove a layer of friction from having to open your computer or go to your phone and open a browser and search. The, the voice is actually removing a layer of friction. And so, it, and that's really revolutionizing certain markets. And th those ideas apply just as much to online search as they do to, you know, fulfillment of insurance claims as they do to, you know, how do you really help somebody get access to healthcare? It applies to all sorts of different scenarios. So I was, uh, when I heard you say that, I, I wanted to, to touch on that. I think it's a really, really relevant concept. So. So, and you're seeing that in the insurance industry. Um, first, I would love to see Gary Vee. That's fantastic that you were able to awesome. go to his conference. Um, but the conversation around voice and how is that being integrated into businesses and nonprofits and such, it's exciting to see in the insurance industry companies like American Family, um, what they're doing with technology with smart homes and travelers and some of the others are just really pushing forward on connected homes and how do you tap into whether it's Google, Alexa, or different devices to make it faster and easier for consumers to use their insurance products or find out information or be aware and educated. And so it's really just, I think, thrilling to see that they're embracing full front on yeah. technology and voice. It's coming. And the, the partnering opportunities with the companies that are bringing us voice are really interesting. And they are not just for the commercial product for-profit sector. Um, right. There are tremendous opportunities that will come in social impact and nonprofit and, and smaller businesses who might think that that sort of thing is out of reach. It's not. It's interesting. 
So I have to just tell a quick story from um, InsureTech Connect. We were working with uh, Valen Analytics and Insurity, which are great partners in the industry and great providers of technology solutions. And for their booth in the expo at InsureTech Connect, they created an Alexa skill and they had it, you know, the whole device there, it was so great, but they partnered with the insurance industry charitable foundation who they support and collaborate with their great work in the communities. And through the Alexa skill, you could ask different questions and Alexa would tell you about different things. So they had uh, the insurance industry charitable foundation submit some questions that are on Alexa skills. And I thought that was a great way to show a business partnering with a great community organization in a different way to get information out about the nonprofit. So it was just really fun to have at the conference. Well, and Margaret, once again, that is a fantastic example of uh, a point that I try to make many times when I'm talking with, especially nonprofit organizations or smaller organizations, that it's very clear to them they may not have the budget and reach of an established brand name, for-profit market leader. I always talk with these organizations about, you know, who can you partner with? Right. Because well, first off, I'll back up and say, you know, the idea of getting to an Alexa-based program is that it does not require a seven-figure budget, not necessarily out of reach for your organization to begin with. But, you know, you do need team members who understand how to address that market or how to think through uh, delivery via voice, which is probably very different than what you're doing today. And one of the best ways to do that is to actually find your logical partnering organization that is also interested in this sector that you're trying to serve and it may be for different reasons and that's fine and you know reaching out and saying hey you know we're trying to uh, focus on education can you help us with something with students because we know you're interested in in that demographic or or whatever is the instance for for whatever right. you're doing and and i think that there's probably a lot of for-profit organizations that would welcome the opportunity to provide some extra resources to a nonprofit partner. And then also, you know, that's a that's yet another example of doing good and doing well, which may or may not fit in, once again, a corporate social responsibility initiative. It's just good business. You know, helping people is, is great for for-profit businesses as well, too. I agree. Completely agree. Yeah. This has been Social Impact CX podcast episode 18. And that was the first part of my fascinating discussion with Marguerite Mira Tortorello. As I've said before, Social Impact CX is also intended to be an interactive forum, a place to stir conversation, answer questions, provide some context or definitions, and hopefully achieve a better understanding of customer experience work and how that work can be effective in uh, social impact and nonprofit environments. So what questions do you have after listening to my discussion with Marguerite about what's going on in the insurance sector? You can ask a question or make a comment at Social Impact CX a couple different ways. First, you can send an email to comment at socialimpactcx.com. That's C-O-M-M-E-N-T at S-O-C-I-A-L-I-M-P-A-C-T-C-X.com. You can also find us on Twitter and post a question there. Our Twitter handle is Social Impact CX, and please follow us on Twitter to stay up to date with new podcasts and other related content. You can also find me on Twitter. Uh, my handle is John F. Corrigan. Uh, or if you're listening to this podcast via YouTube, feel free to post a question in the comments section there at YouTube, and we'll do our best to, to catch you. Uh, and also, while you're at YouTube, please subscribe to the Social Impact CX channel. This is John Corrigan reminding you that, especially in social impact work, it's important to understand that your mission is really all about somebody else's journey. 
And the more you know about someone's journey, the more you can help. Thanks for listening to Social Impact CX.